0: Think about the traditional front three, including Firmino. you, you know, when they were close to each other, and they just seem systematically right now. Liverpool are not clicking. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports
1: app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. I'm delighted to say, Finny from Codline the drummer, is with us. Finny, good morning to you. How are you?
0: morning lads, thanks.
1: Yeah, you are very welcome. Um, musicians on sports shows are always like, oh, so what is your sporting credentials? Who do you support?
0: <laughs> yeah, so... Uh they said they said they were like oh yeah they want to do off the ball i was like yeah that's fine i was like uh i don't watch really football i'm more like rugby golf f1 uh they're Mark also sports that's fine that's okay band, so. yeah i know yeah so i was like i i do like sports steve and jay are the lost causes so that's why they weren't put up for this interview because <laughs> they, they were like what's a football <laughs> so uh so yeah no i'm in Mark's, Mark's a diehard liverpool fan and has been for Donkeys. oh and, we really uh, wanted him today, better, then, so we could, be.
1: like, you know, give him a bit of. Shit oh, I know. About this week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I was uh, a lot of my mates are. There's kind of half my group are Liverpool fans, half of them are Man United fans, and there's a couple of Arsenal lads in there as well. So uh, yeah, the slaggings that were going on in the WhatsApp group after the match the other night was uh, yeah, it was pretty funny.
1: As a matter of interest, I I noticed that everybody I met on uh, Tuesday morning was. Uh, Man United fan, and everybody was telling me proudly about their Manchester United Mm. fandom. People who I had not known watched football for the best part of a
0: decade. Like, did they all cry out? Closet Man New fans. Yeah. Yeah. Closet Man New fans. Now, to be fair, I was a Man New fan when I was a little kid, like, kind of during the kind of 19 early 1990s like kind of 94 to like 98 I was a big Man United fan and then just kind of got out of football and I don't know how I got into rugby because nobody in my house watched rugby or I don't know why I think I just I put on a couple of pounds and I was like I can't be a footballer I'll be a prop <laughs> <laughs> did you play uh, yeah, I played schoolboy level, and I played for uh, Malahide and Setonians for a little while. Um, but yeah, I played schoolboy from like kind of first year up until fifth year. I think I didn't. I didn't during my leaving cert year, um, and then kind of I kind of stopped altogether, kind because drumming and music became just such a bigger part of my life, and uh, the risk of being injured or kind of sprain in my ankle or spraining in my wrist or something like that just became too great because I wouldn't be able to play drums. So uh, so I kind of just knocked it on the head then, but now I'm just a, a couch fan. That's that's totally legit. You do need your
1: fingers uh, to be a drummer and you probably end up with them broken quite regularly if you're playing in the front row.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I moved from prop to flanker and uh, had a couple of sprained ankles and... Um, it popped out uh, my thumb a couple of times um, so yeah I was like right well I can't do that because then I couldn't play drums for a while and then yeah obviously as music became a bigger and bigger part of my life it was like yeah it was uh, the risk was too great so yeah I had to hang up my boots at an early age which, <laughs> not that I was very good now but like yeah
1: Which is a, a more taxing act on uh, the, your own cardiovascular fitness is it uh, 80 minutes in the front row or, or playing a gig as a drummer
0: Oh, it definitely aided me into the front row. I'm sitting down playing drums. <laughs> <laughs> now I'd like I in terms of the rest of the band I probably get more of a workout than everybody else does but on stage, but uh but yeah no playing rugby for for eighty minutes is definitely more taxing than playing the gig for an hour and a half, like you know, uh sitting down, just flailing my arms around and my legs. So yeah, it's not a different kettle of fish altogether. What's the crack
1: with Dundrum today? Is it um, invite only? Is it too late for anybody who wants to go and see or can you still rock up?
0: I have no idea. I haven't a clue. We only kind of found out it was in Dundrum the other day. I was like, all right, okay. Someone told me that it was going to be in Whelan's. And uh, and yeah, so I haven't a clue. I have no idea. I, I know Sky were kind of giving away tickets to people um, but yeah sure you could probably just chance your arm like you know well, this is ireland uh, everybody loves a, yeah. a chancer right yeah exactly yeah like we, we like anytime we're around tour and like we so we could be somewhere in the middle of germany or somewhere in the middle of america in the middle of nowhere you'll always just get irish lads and and ladies like chancing their arm trying to get into a show or trying to get backstage and meet us and a couple of times it's worked and we're just like is there no security at these venues and they're like <laughs> Just because they have an Irish accent, they'll be like, oh, yeah, Jesus, I know the lads. I went to school with them and all that. And all of a sudden, these random Irish people show up in our dressing room. We're like, Hel- hello. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And they're like, oh, Jesus, lads. going for a pint. We're like, well, we kind of have this thing that we have to do in in a few minutes. Like, you know, so yeah so yeah it's safe you can just show up and chance around you know what's the world going to happen
1: your um, touring schedule obviously post-covid you're back traveling the world again um, is there this kind of new sense of energy behind those tours because of everything that's happened like we were just talking two minutes ago football was on every night Owen, even Owen got bored of watching football every night <laughs> <laughs> so what's it? What's that like, post-covid been like
0: uh yeah it's it's been great like we we head off now uh on tour around europe for seven weeks um starting in october uh and we're gone for seven weeks and then we're home and then we go fly do a festival in Indonesia we fly home and then do another festival in Portugal and that kind of takes us up to like the middle of december so uh yeah we're absolutely buzzing it's it's like Musicians and like their livelihood, it's kind of like it's where the majority of musicians make kind of like 80 or 90 percent of their income is from playing live gigs and going on tour. So to have that kind of completely shut down and was shut down for the longest time, like, you know, it's, uh, it's great that it's finally kind of getting back up on its feet, like, you know, and you can see the appetite like there's, there's the amount of gigs that were on during this summer, like, you know, uh, in all the parks all over Dublin and all over Ireland, you know, was phenomenal. So, yeah, the appetite is definitely there from the audience perspective and it's definitely there for on the musician side to actually want to go and play all these shows. So, yeah, we're uh, we're buzzing. We can't wait. Like, you know, we just kind of can't wait to get back out there. And yeah, the interaction with fans is kind of, yeah, it's what it's all about, you know. So we're really looking forward to that.
1: I see you played a couple of German festivals this summer and you've got like six Germany dates this winter. Is is there something about Germany and (coughs) Codeline that, um, that perhaps we're not totally aware of here?
0: Uh, yeah i don't know yeah with like germany has always been very good to us um and yeah playing six shows in germany it's, it's a massive country as well i suppose you know um so yeah i suppose that's kind of that's it really I, I don't know if they have a big affinity to ireland or not but yeah but they seem to like what we do anyway so um but that's uh, like there's loads of countries that surprise us like portugal we hadn't been there ever and we 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 played like a kind of afternoon slot at a festival about four, about five years ago. Um, and we had never been before. And we, we got put on like an afternoon slot at this festival and we were like, Oh, it'll be random. We're in a tent. It'll be like, there might be a thousand people there. And there was like 15,000 people in this huge tent and the place was rammed. Wow. And we went back the following year and headlined the festival. So it does, that kind of happens in, in kind of certain pockets around the world. Like, And it kind of completely takes us by surprise, you know, because we see, we see, you see some interactions on like your social media or you can look at your Spotify numbers and see like, but it's only when you get to these places and you kind of see the reaction from the crowds, you're like, oh, okay, we're like, they like us over here, you know? So it's, it's uh, it's amazing that we get to do that. Like, you know, do you play better
1: in front of those big crowds? It's a stupid question, but it's like, it, it makes some sense
0: yeah no for sure yeah there's definitely there's kind of there's pros and cons to both I suppose Uh, like doing a big doing a big show whether it's in front of 5,000 or 15,000 or 20,000 people that's incredible like you know we played Malahide Castle during the summer and that was 23,000 people like so that was immense for us you know Um, but then in March of this year we were playing in the Olympia and we did two nights there and it was like 1100 people a night so um yeah those kind of small intimate shows are amazing because it's a totally different vibe like you know um and then when you're playing like a festival in front of thousands of people like it's like kind of yeah big sound big wall of sound that you can kind of hide behind like you know and whereas uh, it's something small and intimate yeah there's, you, there's nowhere to hide so it's kind of more raw I suppose but yeah they're, they're, there's both pros and cons to both of them like you know
1: well listen Viddy if um, uh, a red-headed Irishman rocks up when you're playing South America next year it'll be this lads and uh, absolutely do do try and just you know make sure that he's he's clean at least and has a little bit of cash in his pocket to, to get Look out home. for the tricolour and if you need some credit on his phone maybe you can stick a tenner it for him thank you very much
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. More than welcome. Thanks, Amelia Vinny. Cheers and best of luck. Cheers, lads, thanks very much. All the best. Have a good day. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into
1: your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.